This is Board Talk. Stay bored. On this episode of Board Talk, I sat down with fellow board ape, Adam, to talk about the future of the metaverse and more specifically other side, and what he and his team of other decks is doing to support creators and explorers to explore everything other side. Welcome back to another episode of Board Talk. It's your host, Phil, with another amazing episode on deck. I have a fellow Halo ape, of course, the best trait in the collection, maybe the most underrated. We have Adam with us. Adam, how are you this evening? Good, man. How you doing? It's great to be here. Yeah, man. Thank you for coming through. Obviously, uh, Halo stick together. Uh, I'll be honest, when I minted my PFP, I was ecstatic that I got a Halo trait. People might think I'm like joking, but I literally thought it was just one of the coolest traits. So tell me a little bit about maybe your ape and, and maybe your background with Halo apes and just NFTs, crypto in general. Yeah, sure. I, first of all, did you mint? I minted my P. Wow. My pink, my pink Halo uh, ape is a minted and never listed um, board ape. Yes. Wow, indeed. that's so dope. Yeah, so I didn't mint, um, but I bought my ape in at the beginning of August, uh, 2021. Um, been in the crypto space for a while, uh, dating back to 2014. Uh, shortly after the Dogecoin chain launched, I was uh, that was kind of the first. Uh, experience i had um and then just stuck with it ever since right um and was always fascinated by it and then you know when crypto kitties came out i think that was my first experience with like nfts um that was a lot of fun that's when i like installed a like, discord for the first time and just a lot of the stuff we're glued to every day right uh, it wasn't yes. just nfts it was like a lot of that stuff for me um yeah man and then you know didn't mint apes like i said i uh I was really into hash masks like early in Dude, you know, me freaking too. No joke. So me too. still a huge fan. Uh, I love hash masks. Um, and yeah, shortly after that, right. Uh, apes minted, um, just kind of watched all the fun from the sidelines. And then, uh, in August I purchased my ape. It was around like seven ETH, I think eight ETH, ETH, ETH at the time. And, um, yeah, it's been a blast ever since, you know, I love right. it. Um, met so many people of course the halos we've we've had a, a group chat going for like a long time now yes dude. Uh, it's like an yeah, ancient man. chat for real um so. dude one of the things i wanted to double clip on was um you know you talked about discord i i'm in the same boat i had never in my life used discord and even twitter like i i the amount of time we spend on these apps now is absurd when you think about you know you take me back two and a half years I was not on Discord at all. And Twitter, I was literally only scanning for like sports updates for the most part. I was just yeah. like looking for sports news and clips. I was never tweeting. I, I'm, I don't even know. I maybe had like 100 tweets. And now it's like if I don't tweet multiple times a day and like check to see what's trending and, and, and NFTs and crypto and check out on the space, I feel like I'm naked. And so, man, it's kind of crazy to think about um, how it really like brought community together. Like at the end of the day, you talked about it. It's like we made these relationships. And it was in, you know, group uh, direct messages on Twitter or I'm sorry, on X. I got to stop calling it Twitter. And then also, obviously, the Discord. The Discord was always and still is. It was always popping in the swamp. And uh, I again, I can't cannot believe the amount of time 
that I've spent and maybe sometimes wasted on these like on these platforms, just like shooting the shit with people because it felt so real. And so can we talk about a little bit? Um, obviously, we're going to get into other decks and what you're doing with other side. But before we even get there, why is a digital community or relationship? Why does that still matter? Why? Why does that actually like have such an impact that we've seen through NFTs and obviously Discord and Twitter and more specifically the board games? Why does it matter? Why can it connect? And why? You know, why are people going like buck wild and holding these damn apes? Maybe to zero. Maybe we just all hold them to zero, but we're still just vibing on the way down. Like, what is it about digital space that's becoming just like, like the norm? Like, we're just it's we're normal now. Yeah, I think you can just reach more people, and you know just build deeper connections. Like if we were restricted to just, you know, the physical world and the amount of people you could possibly reach, um, let alone like have a conversation with, make a connection with, uh, that the pool is just a lot smaller. Right. So right. it's just bound to happen once you're on the internet and you're, uh, you have, you have people connecting around common interests, um, board apes being one of them. Um, it's, it's just prime for that. It is for sure. It breaks down the walls. It breaks down the boundaries. You can have these conversations. You can have these actual friendships yeah. with people you've actually never like shook um, human to human handshake with, you know, and yeah. it's still like, it still feels just like any other, you know, relationship or friendship that we've all had our entire lives. And I, I think that's, it's just pretty fascinating that, you know, the human race in general is spending more time in the digital world. Uh, and naturally for those of us that have been in the swamp, other side has been such a big part of that. And so, you know, the big conversation with you, Adam, is I get the sense, duh, that you are extremely bullish on metaverse and other side and these digital experiences, not just a game. It's so much more than that. Like we think about other side and we can speculate and assume, but like at the end of the day, I think all of us that believe in it, believe it's going to be something so much more than just a large game. It's going to be a concert venue. It's going to be a place to hang out with your small group of friends. It's going to be Twitter spaces times a million where you can actually interact. You can play a game during the conversation. It's going to be, in my opinion, so much better. It's going to take us deeper into these relationships. So talk to me about your thoughts on other side. Yeah. So it's just the new frontier, you know, and coming from myself, I'm not much of a gamer. Um, yeah, right. Me neither. And, you know, so, so everything I'm saying is kind of like um, about those other social, you know, I love the gaming aspect of it. I love that Yuga, you know, has such a strong narrative. If you compare what they're doing with other side to previous attempts at metaverses, right. um, it just shows how important the narrative is. And the narrative is kind of focused around gaming. Um, that's what keeps everyone kind of engaged. It also like plays really well with just the tech and releasing the NFTs and everything that goes along with it. But um, yeah, creating this digital space that you could, you know, pretty much build anything um, right. would be really cool to see. And even, you know, years ago in Sandbox, Decentraland, um, I'd say like in 2021, we started to see a glimpse of it. We started to see some brands, some celebrities, um, you know, activations that were like, whoa, this is the first time I'm hearing about, you know, this being possible online. Right. Um, so, yeah, I think it, other side will just take it to the next level. No, I agree. And I'm definitely in that camp where like, I'll play the game. Like, of course, like I'll, yeah. I'll attempt just because like, I'm so tightly wound to Yuga. They could, they could put out anything. It could be a crochet class. 
and I'll be sitting in the damn front row figuring out how to crochet, right? It's like, I'm going to do whatever they put forward. And, and obviously definitely believe in how large the team and, and the quality of people that they've hired over this, you know, this two and a oh, half year sure. journey. It's just, it's really kind of absurd. But for me, it, it's always been more than just the game. I've all, even when people, you know, when they would harp on, oh, it's, you know, it's going to be this game. It's going to be this game. Yeah, it is. But it's also going to be X, Y, and Z. I'm a musician. I can imagine a time where there's open mic nights with just your friends. It doesn't even have to be anything that's like a monetized thing. It could be small, medium, and large. And then, of course, you're going to have, with all of these hires and Roar as well, it's like you're going to have these big-ass concerts that are from people all over the world getting to see Snoop Dogg, right? We don't have to wait till 8 Fest. We can see, we can see Snoop Dogg from our freaking living room with right. our slippers on. And so, like... To me, it's always been about the different experiences. I remember thinking about Metaverse. It was probably like, it was probably fall of 2021 where, you know, I was in a lot of Twitter spaces and listening to conversations and hosting spaces. And at the end of the day, I just kept thinking like, man, this could be really cool. And a lot of it was like Twitter spaces where you're learning, like TED Talks. Let's bring experts of the field and have it hands on and the other side. So you can teach people how to like, hey, let's create a smart contract and I can show you right now here in the other side. Let's show you how to build items for your land. Like you want to build some shit? Like I'll, I'll bring in a game uh, asset builder and we'll do it right with you. So like to me, it's so much more of the hands-on community building. I'm, I'm like lockstep with you there. It's so much more than just a game. Yeah, no, I think, I hope it turns into, you know, um, I hope gaming just turns out to be the gateway drug, right? Like it Correct. gets people in. Um, but going back to what we said earlier, like, you know, these digital communities in the first place, um, now now we've met all these people that are all, are all around the world. Um, we want to hang out with them. We want to do things. We want to learn yes. from them. Um, for everyone who's not a gamer, like what kind of experiences could, could we create? Um, so it's exciting. And it's limitless. That's the thing you yeah. just said. It's like, what are the things we can create? Well, shit, let's just throw a bunch of stuff in the air and see what sticks, you know, because like it's that's what it's going to be. You see all yeah. of these, you know, the made by apes things have you have hit the timeline a bunch. You've got a lot of obviously in real life products, but you're going to see probably like 10 times as many digital experiences. Once other side opens, I can guarantee you that there's going to be people and businesses that have been building in the background that are ready to give you some experiences right off the rip. You guys not just going to say, Oh, here you go. And tickle you with it. Once it's live for us to build, you're going to start to see some small experiences, maybe some larger experiences. I, for one, and I'd love to hear your take. I'm excited to see what is this digital experience for ape fest going to be? Do you think it's going to be some sort of, I don't know, like it's got to be an interactive something in tandem or I don't know. What are your thoughts there? I'm not sure, but you know, anything that Yuga produces is just entertaining. Yeah. Um, the demos we've been part of or the, the other side demos, yeah. right. That everyone got to participate in. They're just fun. Yeah. Um, they're polished and you know, there's nothing frustrating about it. Um, right. just because it's so, it just works. And when, when the tech is working, then you can actually enjoy everything else. Um, mm -hmm. which is crazy cause they're just testing these features, but we're in there like trying to find our friends <laughs> yeah. with the emotes and, right. you know, just like, and competing though, uh, in right. the last demo, especially right with the game. It's yeah. crazy. It was, it was completely crazy. And it's like, you know, you, you mentioned it earlier is the thing that they've always been masters of is that damn storytelling. It's like, let's make the best story for every single thing we do. And now, Oh, guess what? That was the four of us. When we first started, we didn't maybe necessarily know what we were doing, but we, can bang out some lore, we can bang out our, our vision. 
now we're going to add the secret sauce. We're going to add this team from Roar that does all these live experiences and, and mm-hmm. primarily music stuff. We're going to bring Daniel Allegra in and say, hey, dude, let's freaking go. Like, we want to create this amazing gaming ecosystem. Like, there's so many, hey. like, just infinity stones that they're, like, putting together and be like, here we go. Let's fucking roll. You know? It's just absurd. It is, man. And it's crazy because we talk about it now, but scale it back to mm. when Board Apes minted. Yes. Compared to say hash masks, right? Like I said, right. like yo, I was a huge hash mask. There wasn't any, you know, there wasn't any like story behind that. It was just cool tech, and I liked the artwork. Um, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but Bored Apes they came out with like just the sickest story, the the artwork, the website, just everything kind of had like a lure to it that we didn't really see before, and it was, you know, I think that's kind of what helped. Uh, jumpstart everything yeah i agree i think it was a lot of that and and once once they sold out it was instantly how electric it was in the discord because you had all these like like it was it was again scaling it back to then if you would have told me 90 percent of the shit that we've actually gotten to do over the last two years would have ever come to fruition i would have said you're like smoking some crack because like it's so large now that like when it was at the beginning, it was just like, okay, Gary V came through and said, hey, guys, bought a couple apes. And that was like, that was wild, right? Like, he's just coming into the Discord. You had LaMelo Ball coming in. You had all these different characters coming through and just saying, hey. I remember when Steph came in. Yeah, Steph Curry. <laughs> exactly. Like, and then, yeah, that's yeah. when it goes, like, parabolic. And so, like, to me, I think, honestly, and they would agree, like, some of it was just timing, too. Like, they had the right market. They had the little funny lore with the bathroom and being able to put a pixel. That was something different, but it was hilarious. It was definitely a meme for sure. Yeah. You had cool artwork with the apes. Cause I've all, I mean, I, to be honest for me, it was the artwork that sold it for me. I was like, this art's kind of cool. Like it's dope. And so yeah. like, you just had this cross section of, I was a top shop maxi. And then you had these other like art folks that were very like art NFT centric and it collided. And what mm-hmm. we came with was like, now let's sell out board apes. And then the rest is history, to be honest with you. And then, and then of course, the team was high quality throughout that. And they had to be because it was basically, hey, now it's go time. Because it was like all gas, no brakes up until now. You know what I mean? Like it's just been, it's just been nonstop hair, you know, blow your hair back for real. Yeah, it just worked. And, and just the simple like, you know, what are the bored apes? It's like these guys all, you know, all these apes got rich off crypto. Yeah. And, and now they're just, you know, together at the Yacht Club. Um, I think it resonated with a lot of people and, you know, just that little bit of creativity um, now scale it to where we are now with other side. Right. It's like same, you know, uh, same shit. It is. It's same shit just at a completely larger scale. And that's the thing is you can still, you know, people ask me, you know, I don't care. To be honest, I don't care about floor price. People still ask me like, you know, are they still successful? Are they still, I said, hell to the, yeah. Because at the end of the day, they still have this focus on community. They still have this focus on rewarding the people that bought it at 7th, at 2th, at Minted, and even still the people that bought it higher too. They want to continue to deliver experiences. And no, it's not always going to be, here's another 10,000 ApeCoin. That's not realistic. But at the end of the day, they're going like balls to the wall in so many different facets when we think about it. It's like, it's like you got Legend of the Mar coming up. I mean, literally any day now. You have freaking heavy metal, which is really just a gamified mint. I mean, that's really what it is. You have other side, again, a trip probably here in the next month or so because 
I would assume maybe we're there for Ape Fest. That's the digital experience. I'm hoping at least. And then it's open, you know, fully, hopefully, in quarter four. They have so many things going at the same time. And of course, when it's the bear market, it feels like, oh, what next? What next? But the reality is, man, they've done so much shit already in two years that just blow 99% of the projects just completely out of the water with all of the things that they've allowed us to experience. Ape Fest, all these get-togethers, in-real-life things, merch, all of it. Like, if you think about it and quantify it, they set the precedent of, like, let's do some dope merch. Oh, cool. Let's do a second collection. They did, they, like, set all this precedent. And, yeah, maybe they were just fucking around to find out, but they delivered. At the end of the day, I think that's the key is, like, they've delivered. Um, I would never, anyone that says they haven't, I I just, uh, I will go to battle with them because I just don't see it. Um yeah, no, I agree. You know, and the thing is, is you have so many different people involved um, with different motives and different optics. It's sure. like having different stakeholders, right? So yeah. you've got you've got people collecting apes that just are, you know, speculators uh, trading NFTs. Mm-hmm. You have people that are really connected to the brand. Um, you have people that are connected to the community. Then you have people that are connected that, that, you know, fit all of those profiles, I think. And there are probably even a few more. So I think there's a little bit, a little bit of each of those in all of us. Right. It's uh, now that we're a couple of years in, it's kind of like we see this, you know, at least I see it now, like who's here, who's not, especially in the bear market. I've been connecting with a lot of builders because, you know, Mm -hmm. at other decks we're, we're building in the bear. Yeah. You know, and there's a lot of faces that aren't around so much today that we know they're still holding their apes. But, you know, um, pretty much anything you could describe, there's there's people that fit that description. Uh, and, yeah, you know, you, you could compare it, I'm sure, like to Pokemon. You got people that collect. So back yeah, in the day, you yeah, had yeah. that. And then you have like the Star Wars people that are like, hey, there's nothing to collect here, but they're like fanatic. Yeah, you know, anything right. that comes out, you know, um, like they're on top of. So um, I actually think that's a good parallel, to be honest with you, because I've always thought. I always went the sports route, but I love what you just said too. It's the same thing. You have these fanatics, right? It's like they'll paint their chest and go out in the negative 30 degrees to cheer on the bills. You know, like these right. things happen. <laughs> I mean, to be honest, that's kind of what I feel like with Board Ape. It's this weird, like, I can see the parallel. Yeah, it's about community, yeah. but what, what is it? It's, it's a fanatic thing. And again, it doesn't <clears throat> have, there's no one right reason to be here. The key, though, what you said is I think we're seeing who actually wants to be here and build some cool shit too. Like, I think to me, that's what I'm most interested in. And if that's derivative art, that's dope. If it's a tool like what y'all are doing, dope. If they're, you know, for us, we're trying to push tons of media. And right now it's fucking hard. Like, let's just be real. It's fucking hard to build right now on the bear because shit feels dark. But if you believe in that light of the tunnel, right now is where, I mean, right now is where the work needs to be happening. Right now, when we think all shit is done, this is when we should be doubling down. 100%. If you look at like the whole NFT space, like you just reminded me when you brought up sports, it's like, it's like one big game, right? It's like, you've got, there's 30 people on the team, but only seven are on the field at a time, Right. you know? So like, just because you're not active right now, doesn't mean whatever. Like there are times where we haven't been active, you know? Um, It's just what motivates you, what not. And, you know, just what's the vibes. Um, Recently, you know, my personal on a personal note. So I've been living in Ukraine for the past four years. Oh, wow. um, I was living in Ukraine when other side minted, actually other side started minting very shortly after Russia invaded Ukraine. Wow. Um, and 
being in Ukraine the past four years, I moved back here about a month ago and I've noticed kind of a different, I'm interacting with different people on Twitter now because I'm in a totally different time zone. Right. Right. Um, and I miss those old, I miss those old guys. Right. Like my GMs used to be at like three 30 in the morning here, <laughs> yeah. but yeah. they were in the morning there. Right. Um, so yeah. Anyway, I don't know what, you know, no, why I went on that tangent, but I think that's interesting though, because you're right. Is like, we don't, we don't, no matter how much time you spend on here, unless you're literally just on 24 seven or your robot, you're not going to know everybody no. and what they're doing. Like you're going to not see some of the stories. You're not going to know some of the things people are building. You're not going to know the artist that, you know, just bought an ape and is doing dope. Derivative. You're not going to know it all. And so like, no. that's where I think it is important to continue to build out this community to continue to have conversations like we are right now, because yeah. then we get to know, we get to peel back the curtain a little bit. We get to learn more about the person behind the PFP because I actually think 100% that'll bring us closer long-term. And so, yeah. man, Adam, we've been talking again for a while in DMs and you've been kind enough to share, um, you know, some of what you have cooking, you and the team with other decks. And so I want to just dive in like, obviously, well, maybe not for those that don't know anything about it, but it's other side, other decks. And I hope you see the, the parallel, the connection there. But can you talk to us about, you know, what is other decks? Why did you um, begin this journey and kind of where are you guys headed? Sure. So, <clears throat> um, all right, so let me think about this here. Uh, all right, so I've, I've always been really interested in like uh, product design. Um, I spent eight years at Apple uh, working through multiple roles. I'm a, I'm a trained designer or that's my education. Um, and I also really enjoy just building software. So building good user experiences. Um, and I've, you know, over the years working, you know, as either a designer or business analyst or product owner for, you know, different startups, um, I've built like a really cool network of developers around me, not necessarily web three guys, but just right. brilliant right. web two guys. Sure. Um, and you know, being able to group these guys together to uh, learn Web3, but also learn to develop Web3, that's what we're doing at Other Decks. That's part of it. So I'm not a developer. Um, I'm product owner, business analyst, you know, kind of have the vision. So one of the really interesting things about Other Side to our team is the map. Um, the Other Side map is so dope. It's um, this abstract galaxy where all these, you know, plots are, you know, uh, kind of in this like spherical, but on a flat plane. Right. So when you go to the other side of website, you know, you can kind of check out where your deed is. Um, they have a geographic designation, which is the sediment. So sediment's one of the properties of the deeds, right? Um, there's three tiers of sediment, but sediment also refers to where your deed is in the other side. So starting in the center at uh, zero, clubhouse right um and then kind of spiraling outward yeah, through the yeah, chemical yeah. goo and so on right um so really cool but um we think there's some data that we can introduce like that setup doesn't support so right. for example like if you look at a sandbox map um getting presence on a sandbox map it's a grid it's coordinates it's really easy to kind of like map off um the other side map's not like that. So we what we want to do ultimately is redraw the other side map 
to simulate a geospatial map. So mm. geospatial mapping is when you have uh, a coordinate system like longitude and latitude. So we use geospatial map tech every day. Um, when we open up Google Maps, when we open up Apple Maps, when we look for places on Airbnb, when we look at Snap Map to see heat maps of where people are um, using tech like Mapbox and MapTiler. So the geospatial map tech space is really mature and it's really good. It works on all devices and things like that. So, um, you know, being as bullish as we are on other side, we want to get a head start on preparing a map that will allow that for those type of things in the future for sure. us to understand distances, for us to understand geographic positioning, to introduce traits like how many neighbors do you have? Who are your neighbors? Mm. It's not predictable now. So if I have my deed now, um, my ape is 1950. So I have deed 1950. Right. That does not mean 1951 is next to me and 1952 sure. is nearby, sure, sure, things sure. like that, right? So the idea of who are your neighbors just doesn't exist. Um, if I, you know, and then, and it's cool in a social sense, but then think about it in like a, brand celebrity sense. So, in you know, I, I mentioned um, um, Sandbox earlier. In Sandbox, brands have like a real apparent presence. Adidas can buy a huge plot of land and slap their logo on it. And when that happens, all the deeds around Adidas go up in value. Right. We're not experiencing that effect in other side at all. Yeah. Um, when you're shopping on the marketplaces and you're looking at deeds, the deed on the floor, in theory, could be next door to <laughs> right. a celebrity or right. a brand. Right. Or it may be oceanfront or it may be on an archipelago that only has four neighboring islands. Right. Yeah. So there's a lot of like cool, let's call them like off chain properties that aren't built into the other side meta that we want to explore. Right. Um, so that's kind of our ultimate goal for other decks. Um, and then, you know, once the ODK comes out, depending on what kind of data we can get from other side when we connect and what kind of integrations they allow, um, there's a lot of cool things we could do. Um, there may be real-time heat mapping. You may be able to come on other decks one day and look at the map and see where people are before Man. you enter. Yeah, that would be fucking wild, to be honest uh, with you. It, you know, it may, if codas are a threat, maybe right. you can come and detect where they are so you right, can avoid right. them, you know, right. who knows? Um, a lot of cool things. The, the team's really passionate about it. And, you know, but in order to get there, we have to kind of build in phases. Sure. So the foundation that we're building, you're not going to experience anything of what I really just said. You're going to experience just a really clean aggregator. Mm. Um, you know, we, that's just where you have to start. So aggregating all the other side and other side related collections together, um, creating an interface that allows different users to go about their flows without being interrupted. So there's a lot big research component when you're deep in other side and you're like, you know, everyone has their different. Right. What they're looking for. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like what's your, you know, what are you going for? So some people like to start at the deeds and I'm going to go to the deeds and I want to sort by the, you know, sort by price and um, maybe start applying sediment to your filters or I'm looking for a specific sediment. And then once you filter those down, now what has resources, what doesn't have resources, right? Yeah. And then you have collectors that are, you know, uh, 
may want to start here, may want to start at the resource and then work their way up. Um, so anyways, you know, everyone's got their kind of flow and to create a software or, or, or a website where, you know, um, you've got sidebars, you have clickable traits anywhere you are in the interface. Um, our NFT cards are um, interactive. So when you look at an NFT card, you can learn everything about it, but you can also click on those traits and invoke the sidebar where the sidebar, mm. you can dive into detail about the traits. Right. You don't have to leave the page you're on. You don't have to come back. Cause that's what I find. My, that's what I found myself doing a lot was I would go in with some motive and then I would just end up browsing yeah. uh, 30 just, minutes yeah. later. <laughs> I'm like, this is not where I, you know, when I started, this is not where I want to be. Not even where I'm not even yeah. close to where I want to be for sure. So um, you know, so hopefully users will have a good experience, um, you know, using other decks. It's really fun to use on a phone. That's another thing I'm proud of is, is how mobile friendly we made it because being able to, you know, some of the, uh, especially the marketplaces, they're so heavy. Yeah. Um, like if you try to use open on the phone, it's like awful, yeah, you know, it's not fun. No. So to create something that's fast, reliable, data accurate, um, and intuitive, um, mm. you don't have to learn, you know, the site map is very straightforward. Um, pages are where you expect them to be. And anytime you click on a price, you see a deed. Anytime you click on a trait, mm. you see the details. Um, anytime you click on a Voyager's name, you're directed to the Voyager's page where then you can explore that Voyager further. Um, you know, things like that, all stuff you would expect. Right. Um, you know, just, but again, just laying the foundation to soon introduce the map. I, you know, you got my brain spinning now because I love the idea of seeing those Voyagers too. Like just that last little note, yeah. because you talk about, you know, you could be next to Madonna and you didn't even fucking know it because you're like, you're not the same, you know, the ape is a different number. And all of a sudden you're like, holy shit, she's right here. I didn't even know it. Um, do you see a time where now naturally some people are anonymous, but you can, if people wanted to potentially, could it go a layer deeper? Where like, let's say I feel want people to be able to contact me. Maybe you're like, you know, if I'm, you know, come meet me, I'm your neighbor. Like, is there a way that, I don't know if it's an opt-in or something that people could do to share more information on this? Like, who is this Voyager that owns this deed? Yeah, I think that's interesting. You know, we worked with um, the W3 Labs guys uh, who, who published Dot .ape. Yeah. Um, they're, we're using their search API, which is really good. Um, they have a chat uh tech that they've been working on like kind of okay. a blockchain chat yeah, yeah. right i think it's cool like you know when you go on looks rare and you're looking at a, a nft they have the chat icon i think it's the block scan chat they right. integrate with so having some kind of chat or communication if, if that's what you mean i think that's dope um that's even i wasn't even thinking that that's that's even to be honest that's even cooler like if you had it just built in where you could send them whatever it is a dm yeah. directly and say hey man like I'm right next to you or you, you know, what are you planning on building? Because sometimes it is hard to connect to people because they are anonymous and they can still choose to not respond. But at least having that like functionality of I found my neighbor. Now let me see if I can find out, you know, again, what they're doing maybe. Yeah. And, and, and how we package it, like even being yeah. able to stop by your deed and just leaving a note, Yes, you know, and maybe yeah. like not the typical DM format, but more of like, you know, yeah, yeah, like yeah. if you were in the neighborhood and I was like, yo, what's up? I came yeah, by and yeah. I slid on the windshield of your car. Right. Right. That's cool. Yeah. And another cool concept, you know, it just conceptually is like, you know, creating little neighborhoods like right now on the other side of the map, you have the sediments, but that's about it. I couldn't be like, 
you know, um, Hey, if you're shopping for land, buy one in my neighborhood. Like right now I'm in uh, Boca Raton. So I wouldn't be like, you know, that's easy yeah, yeah, to do yeah. in the real world. Right, like, sure. you know, um, in other side, you can't really do it. So in theory, you apply a grid over the other side map, like A to Z down, A to Z across. Right. And now you have a bunch These of little different boxes. districts, right? It's like exactly. That's exactly what you've created for sure. Each district's got, you know, maybe 180 to 100 deeds in it or whatever. Yeah. And if you're in that district, maybe there's just automated, you know, group chats built in Man, yeah, to your, yeah. you know, and, and so a lot of cool things you can do there. For sure. It's like, uh, again, if we talk about other side, now we're talking about other decks. It really is kind of limitless. There's a lot of things that I'm sure you guys are thinking about and, and having these conceptual thoughts. Like, I think that's what's dope is mm -hmm. I, I love that you said, you know, you're focused on this foundational layer and making sure everything is super functional and super clean and, and again, user friendly, because I would 100% agree there is a massive need for more and better tools all the time. Like I think no matter what, there's always a need for something better. And it's specifically when it comes to other side where we're talking about, we're going to have development. We're going to need resources. We're going to, once this game starts happening or whatever that is, like you're going to need to know more information on, Hey, do I need this artifact? Where the hell are they? And what is the price point? And where are they located? Like these things will 1000% matter when the other side is really freaking cooking. And so I think being, you know, ready to roll, with this dope, clean, you know, website. And I love that it's, it's mobile friendly. Cause again, you don't see that a lot anymore. Like you really, which is crazy. It's like people build these awesome things. And it's like, why the hell did you forget about mobile? How many people are just on their mobile? You know, it's like how many people just literally do everything on their phone. So I love it, dude. Obviously you've given me a sneak peek and I'd started to dive in a little bit today on that. And I love, I, I mean, I told you this off camera too, so I, I love it. Like it's clean. And again, this is coming from me. I'm not someone that does a ton of shopping, but I think if, if I'm liking it, this the simple the simpleton here, Phil. If I like it, I, I guarantee the people that are super into the metrics and the data, they're gonna love it because it's clean and it's all there. Like that's the thing to me is like there's so much information and I love everything you said about opening up the card and seeing more information. Like I can just I can hear my friends that talk about this shit and like create their own charts. They're gonna they're gonna be like, What the heck? like wait, I don't I don't necessarily need all these Excel files that I've created where I'm like trying to put, put this puzzle together you know it's like i yeah. can get more information and kind of just again filter through and see what i want to what i want to buy because again at the end of the day there's going to be a time soon hopefully soon that these things are going to really matter and people are going to be a little bit more particular about what they're shopping for because they're going to understand what it is now right like at some point other side we're going to have some rules we're going to have some idea of what is happening i think that's when these things are going to matter even more oh for sure and you know i think if the tools are enjoyable to use then it just it just gets out of the way. It's like we were saying yes. about the demo earlier. Like we can enjoy the other side demos because the tech wasn't in the way. The experience wasn't in the way. Yep. That's kind of how we're approaching other decks. It's like we want to build something that's just so intuitive, so smooth that the tech isn't in the way. Users aren't confused. Um, now they can actually dive in and keep a train of thought and not be disrupted in their flow. Um, you know, the other side meta is deep. Right. Mm -hmm. And it's clear that like the traditional marketplaces aren't designed to handle it just because you have this. It's like with resources, you have the resources, you have their position. They right. each have a tier. Does the position matter? Does it not? We know the tier does. But how do I, you know, on OpenSea or Blur, like you can't figure it out. And then, you know, there are other tools in the space, like other side wiki, mm -hmm. Frosty and his team, um, you know, they've done a great job. And, and that's clearly like, you know, uh, an amazing tool. Um, so, you know, in the same line of thought as that, it's just like, 
packaging the other side product uh, for collectors differently than what the NFT marketplaces can support yep. to give a better user experience. So um, people can just continue to learn, continue to dive in, can continue to open it up every day. And um, you can get, you can still be part of it without having to be on Twitter all day long. For right? sure. No, I love that. And again, I think at the end of the day, it will be interesting to see how much, you know, Yuga Labs allows for these tools because if they if they're like really open with it, man, ooh, like we could have some really cool shit happening. And I, yeah. to be honest, I think I think I hope that will happen so that the experience is great because they surely know that you know you guys and, and there's other you know other people building tools that they're all out here and you guys are putting in the time. Like I would assume, maybe I shouldn't assume, but I would assume they'd want y'all to flex your muscle once you know these things open up. So I, I'm hoping and I'm assuming Yuga Labs is very open with everything and lets us just like, let you guys cook and let you, uh, you know, make the absolute best tool that you can possibly handle. So man, that was so much information on other decks. And I appreciate you for that. I've got one question left mm -hmm. this evening and then one simple comment. My question is a heavy hitter. What the fuck is a Coda? <laughs> I don't know, man. I've been on a mega Coda binge the past few days. <laughs> yeah, I've um, seen that dude. Yeah, you know, I just the other day messed around in Figma and I in you know, when you look at all the codas, they have these like colored backgrounds. Right. Um, we're more familiar with the categories and the artifacts and the resources and the deeds, right? Like the right. deeds are categorized. Um, not a lot of talk about the coda categories. So mm -hmm. I believe there's nine colors um, on the back of each car NFT. Yeah. Um, so you know, I think of it kind of like Pokemon back in the day. It's like you had your electrics, you had your grass sure. type, you had your water type, right? So that was cool. To and then I was like, hey, so, you know, um, doing that little image where, you know, they're all arranged by color, kind of put it in context for me. I was like, yo, like these, there's only two with a pink background. Mm. Um, interesting. And only yes. one of those has a codependent, but, um, you know, neither one of them have Coda or mega exclusive weapons. So there's a lot of like really interesting facts involved. If you were to debate about like, what's, what do you look for in a mega Coda? Right. Um, but anyways, artwork is, is goaded forever. I think all the other side artwork and all the artwork that you guys put out since the beginning is, has, has just been like unbelievable. Um, right the storytelling, the style, and just the execution and delivery. Like, you know, I, I love it. I'll always, always respect the team for that. Um, but yeah, man, I don't know what a Coda is. Do you have a Coda? <laughs> I have one. I have one Coda. Yeah. Did you mint uh, it? Uh, or did, did it come on your deed? I did not mint it. So oh, okay. I am down bad when it comes to floor price, but I'll be honest with you. I don't like, let's just be real. There's no way I was going to wait until now to like grab my first one. Like that just wasn't like, I don't know. You know, I'm yeah, no. Yuga Maxi that I freaking jumped in and grabbed one and, and I'm happy. Like I like him. I got the pendant. I'm I'm ready to fucking roll like whatever. It's like Hell yeah. again, I'll roll that joker to wherever it goes, you know. Did so you I'm, get your necklace? I haven't yet. I have no, not me yet. Neither. So I'm waiting I'm, on my I'm I'm assuming I may maybe this week. I hope it's I, I would not I don't think I'd take it to my Miami. That was my last comment is like, yo, Miami party, it's this week. Uh, how excited are you or what are your thoughts, I guess, on just in real life events in general? Because obviously we, talk, we have these digital experiences. We talk all the time online. Yeah. But what is it about in real life that's also super impactful? Um, 
I mean, I know that a lot of people enjoy it just getting together, right? Um, sure. You have that need to just get together. You, you've built these relationships up online. You've seen people over video, but to finally meet each other in, in real life, like there's something special about that. Um, you know, for me, I went to Ape Fest last year and I brought my dad with me. Mm. Um, and, you know, he just had the best time. Uh, yeah. We were there We were there on day one when uh, um, it was Amy Schumer opened yes. up, I think. Yeah. And then... Uh, so um, it was really cool. He got to meet, uh, we were standing over by the VIP. He got to meet people, take a photo, um, met a lot of the Yuga team. And he, uh, it was just a really cool time for me and my dad. Right. Uh, you know, without, without 8Fest, we wouldn't have had that. So it was a lot of fun. That's dope. That's uh, nostalgic now forever is the 8Fest yeah. with the dad for sure. I, uh, I love in real life events and I really honestly can't wait for this week just because again, it is that human connection, but also you never know what kind of, you know, partnership can form or other relationships can form also when you get face to face. Yeah, absolutely. No, it, it'll be cool. I'll be down there on Friday and on Saturday. Um, obviously definitely connect with you for sure. And, uh, yeah, man, I really look forward to it. It'd be a good time. Love it, dude. Well, I just want to say thanks again, Adam, for coming through and talking on board talk. It was uh, my pleasure to talk to another goaded halo ape and of course a goaded man in the space with the building of other decks i just want to say congrats and good luck and godspeed with everything you're doing obviously i'm here always to support and give any feedback i can so i appreciate you and thank you for coming on to board talk awesome phil thanks a lot take care thank you all right i want to thank adam for coming on and talking about all the cool things that they are cooking with other decks Remember, if you want to check out other decks, go to otherdecks.io and go explore all of the tools to navigate other side. Make sure that you like and subscribe to the podcast, and please let me know who you'd like to hear on the next episode of Board Talk. Stay bored.